it's Caitlin, and this is Life with Caitlin Davis, and I cannot get the boys on the show, but I could get Sophie. Hey, guys. This is Sophie, and we are in the same org at A&M together, Alpha Zeta Chi, and so today we're going to talk about boys. Mm. How do you feel about boys, Sophie? Um... Uh, yeah. I grew up with them, so okay. to be honest, I feel like I don't have a hard time talking to boys necessarily. Okay. But they're a lot of fun, unfortunately. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and period. Yeah. Actually, I don't <laughs> know how much more I could add to that. <laughs> um, my relationship with boys, uh, either you love them or you hate them. Oh, uh, I've got a better answer. What? Keep going. No, I will... Continue. Go with it. So I was really ugly all of my life, no. like severely ugly, I don't no boobage. It. Oh, babe, I didn't have boobs until my <laughs> junior year. Okay, and I'll then give my, you some of my boobs. I will take it. Okay, I didn't. I didn't have boobs. I had braces. I was short. Mm-hmm. My face just wasn't developing. It was not cute. And then all of a sudden, boom! I was like, oh wait, I have hips. Oh, yeah. I can wear a bra now. That's not double A for sure. And then I was like, then I figured out my fashion style. And it kind of just felt like all of a sudden all the attention was turned on me and then it became overwhelming. Yeah. And I think that's why I got locked down into a two-year, almost two-year relationship because I was kind of scared. So I kind of had a similar thing. I've always been like the... I don't call myself fat because I don't think I'm over... You're not. I'm just a little bit overweight. And so... But I think I carry my weight very well. But I've always been like around girls that have been... Like, very skinny, very fit, because I was very athletic growing up, and so I was always that friend that got picked last. And then, all of a sudden, I figured out my style, and then I met my four-year relationship, and got into that, and then after, I realized, wow, like, I actually can find guys. It's still, it's still a journey to find guys, the right guys, because I'm not a person that, you know, just goes out for a one night stand. I actually, you know, want a relationship. Um, kind of crazy. Oh, but, no. <laughs> uh, uh, what, so what are you looking mm, for? Okay. So wait, wait. So basically how we're going to talk about this is I'm about to be a senior. She's about to be a sophomore. So we're kind of going in different stages of life. So she's going to talk about what she's looking for. And then I'm going to talk about what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. So personally, I'm also not the type of person to do one night stands. Um, My reputation does not always uphold that. But, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, that is not actually what I'm looking for. I've had a couple of mistakes here and there. I I, I do look for... It's hard to, it's hard to, it's kind of hard to explain. It's hard to explain. So I'm too early in my life where I still don't really know what career I want. I'm I'm now thinking I no longer want to do medicine. Um, I may actually want to go into advertising, kind of like what my uncle does, making commercials. That's kind of cool. So that's like an option that I'm keeping open. I basically don't know what my future looks like. And Mm -hmm. so it's hard to, when I'm dating someone, look at them and see, hmm, could we have a future together? I'm more so just wanting to find someone that I could trust again because mm-hmm. um, I think that was something that was really special in my last relationship was I had I was able to fully trust them. Is this your long-term relationship? Yeah. So why did that end? That ended because it should have ended before I went to college. Okay. For many reasons. Not going to dive into that, though. Okay. But it should have ended there. 
And the reason why I didn't is because I was totally alone. I literally only had him, and I was so scared of mm-hmm. going to a college with a bunch of other people that I super don't know. Yeah, same situation. Plus not being around my family. Plus going into college at quarantine where I knew it was going to be extra hard to meet people. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was scared of losing the one person that I had had. Mm-hmm. So... It took until finally me joining an organization and realizing that I was surrounded by people that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, took until about then when I started to realize I didn't need him as much. Yeah. And at the same time, he joined a super Christian fraternity. Interesting. Like super, super Christian. Oh, super. <sighs> so he took all these vows of to not drink, not um, not, no, no going out. And okay. I was like, all right, good for you. Like... This is what you want. And I knew he'd had... B-Y or whatever. Bucks. Bucks, yeah. Okay. I was like, good for you. Um, I think that it was honestly a good thing for him because he had a little bit of trouble with self-control. He normally didn't drink because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, good for you. Like, that's a good thing. And then we had a conversation one night where he started telling me he didn't like me going out mm. and me drinking. And gotcha. he didn't like any of that. And he wanted me to stop for him. But... He's not even there. And these people that I'm hanging out with, you know, I want to go be able to hang out with my friends on a Saturday night. And what are they going to do? They're going to go out to a party. Yeah. Not that, not to say that I'm going to drink every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, as of right now, I have been. Yeah, but for sure. But I'm also a freshman. I'll mature a little bit. And you're bit. passing your classes. Yes. You're still getting your things done. Everything's still balanced. But these are the same girls that I have no problem with studying the next day. Yeah, for sure. Or confiding in. So they're, they're not just... They're not just party friends. These are, like, these are legitimate relationships, and he had a hard time seeing that. And yeah. it was not fair for him to put those pressures on me because he's the one that can't control. So he wanted to mesh y'all's lives together rather having two separate lives and then coming together. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. No, that's definitely something I want in my next relationship because all of the past relationships, we've meshed our lives together Instead of having two separate lives and then coming together to Mm -hmm. just celebrate each other. Yep. And yeah, that definitely is a toxic trait Mm -hmm. and not, it's very hard Mm -hmm. to not do that, not to mess like each other's lives. You really have to have a strong head on you. Is that how you say it? Um, Set of shoulders? Yeah. Set of, something like that. I don't know how to talk. I'm a communications major. (laughs) No. I'm general studies, (laughs) but I'll tell you all about lichens. Oh, and I apologize for the audio. We are actually on the go. We are in a Ford F-150. Behind True Foods. Behind True Foods in a parking lot that could become sketchy if it gets any darker. Mm-hmm. I think another hour. Give it another hour. This is actually where my first kiss happened oh for my, my four-year relationship. Oh, my God. Mine was just down the road at the movie theater. Wow. I've actually had sex in that parking <laughs> lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, wait, though. Yeah. That, that wait. church. Wait, really? You told me about this. No, no, no. Not the Mormon church sex. I've had sex a lot of places in the Woodlands. Okay, so it wasn't the Mormon ones. So pretty much every elevator on the river walk or the the waterway, I've had sex in there. Um, The movie theater parking lot, all pretty much all of the um, parking garages. Yeah. Um, Why? No reason. No reason at all, but I have. I love it. Yeah, exactly. So just a little spice, but yeah, we're... I'll think of you every time I walk in one. I really hope so. I really hope so. But segueing, um, so yeah, so that's how you end it, your relationship, Mm -hmm. and now you're looking for... 
I'm looking for, there are a lot of really good parts to my last relationship. A lot of things that were not good. Yeah. Um, but as a, as a whole, I would rate, if I were to rate my last relationship out of 10, I would give it a solid eight and a half. Okay. And That's I think, I think I, I would honestly give it a solid eight and a half. Now ask me, if you were to ask me this a year ago, how I felt like we were going, I would probably give it a five. It mm-hmm. definitely got better with time. Yeah. So that's something else I'm learning. I've learned is that um, it's not going to be easy if I were to start a relationship soon. Mm-hmm. So anything I'm pursuing right now, I'm pursuing with caution because I've learned that those first six months sometimes don't always indicate indicate what your actual relationship would be like after it's a year. It's the make and break stage, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my last relationship, we it changed completely after a year. We oh. were s- completely different. I completely agree with my four year. We had stages. We were happy in some, we were sad in some, but there was a lot of growth. We grew together. And I think the problem with mine was that we got way too close to each other and not in a, not like you're supposed to get close to each other, but meaning like it turned into a brother sister relationship rather than a romantic relationship. We kind of acted towards, uh, like, like family rather Mm -hmm. than in a romantic relationship. Yeah. And, um, there was a lot of fighting that led to that, like stupid Uh, fighting. Siblings fight. Siblings fight. And that kind of sounds gross to think of him like a brother. Like, I don't think of him as a brother, but it, it, we almost acted like that rather than sibling or rather than romantic people. And so, um, like even some people in my life, like they'd see us like in high school, for instance, and they thought we were siblings rather than boyfriend mm, and girlfriend. Did y'all ever appear on that Instagram? No, we didn't, but uh, we should have. submitted it. Dude, there's some pictures I have with him, and we look like brother and sister. Oh I my feel gosh. like... Oh my gosh. Is it the nose? Um, no, it's definitely not the nose. I think it's just, like, the Overall. color... Yeah, the color of the okay. skin, how we present ourselves. Yeah. No. <laughs> His nose? Well, I'm glad I'm not having those babies, because that nose ain't it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> That's but, the first red flag. They gotta have a good nose. Exactly. They have to have. Okay, I don't want teeth. them messing up my jeans. Teeth too. Teeth extremely important. It is the 21st century. If you have, like, I'm okay with a little bit of, you know, if it's natural and it's a little bit straight and a little bit crooked, like that's okay. It's, it's fine. But like, you can get braces. Yeah. You know, I think it's or also Invisalign. 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 You know, just make or wear your retainer. Maybe. I don't wear mine every Me night. neither. I need to get a new one, actually, because I broke it. But... I'm calling everybody out, <laughs> including myself. Right? Um, wear your retainer. I'm that type of person where I, like, give advice, but I don't take my own advice. Yeah. Like, whatsoever. No. I'm really great well, at giving advice. Here's here's the... Well, this... Oh, this goes into the secret of life conversation. Okay. Do, we, do you have anything else you want to say about the relationship? Uh, oh, what my, I'm looking for. Oh, yeah, go. Okay, so I'm going into my senior year. I have had short-term relationships, like, you know, like six months. Mm-hmm. And then I've had the long four-year one. And then little baby ones in between. I've been on a lot of dates. And so I'm kind of like, like kind of getting to the point where I want something serious. And, you know, any of my future partners... I want to make sure they align with how my future's going. And so... It definitely makes sense. For me, graduating, I'm graduating with a communications degree, so I can kind of go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing in life is I want to have a family. I want to have a nice house. I want to be able to go on trips with my family since I've been so blessed with my family to do that. 
and, you know, I want to have, you know, the middle class life, I guess. Um, I guess that's kind of going, it's kind of getting different because it's either, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, kind of changing, but. You, you just want to be comfortable. Comfortable, and yeah. And that whole family first. Exactly. Yeah. So any of my future partners, I don't want to date to date. I want to date towards marriage. And so now like going on to like dating apps, I feel like, I don't know how it is on your end of dating apps, but I feel like a lot of the guys on there are only looking for hookups. Mm -hmm. There are literally one in a million guys. And sometimes they're usually the weird ones that are actually looking for relationships and I don't know if it's how their parents raised them, but, like, I just, you know, my mom and me or were talking. society. Exactly. Include my, this in your next society essay. Let's <laughs> talk about Tinder. Exactly. My mom and me actually had a conversation last night. She was like, you know, back when I was younger, there were some people that just wanted to hook up, but most of the time people were looking for their future husbands or their mm-hmm. future wives. And I have not noticed that. You know, I guess I'm little, I've been raised old school. Relationships are almost a joke more sometimes. Rare. Oh yeah. Or a joke. Yeah, more like a joke. You're wasting your time. Oh yeah, and I you know, I'm getting older. I'm 21 and I know that's not old to some people, but I do want a family soon. I don't want to my parents are getting old and the biggest thing is, you know, I want my kids to meet their grandparents. Yeah. That's a big thing for me and they're getting older and you know, I'm just ready to kickstart my life. And I'm not saying any relationship that I'm going to get in right away, I'm going to be like, okay, you know. Let's ring. Ring. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like, that's obviously going to take time. But, yeah. like, whoever I choose to be in a relationship with, I want that to be a future possibility of eventually getting engaged, getting married, having kids. I don't want to waste my time. And mm-hmm. so, you know, any guys that I'm talking to, you know, all I can say is, like, if you want to ghost me, ghost me. I don't understand the whole ghosting situation. I hate ghosting. I, I think it's... So me too. The I th- level of... I mean, there's also, like, you're the one who bought all of my dinners. You spend money on yeah. me, and you're going to ghost me? Like, well, if you, you just, like, waste it... I don't know. I respect you more if you just tell me. Like, yeah. tell me you don't see a future with me. I'm a big So girl. I can move on, because I'm the type of person, and I think Sophie's the type of person, too, that we continue to fight for this one person, and, you know, I feel like if the one person yeah. came to us, and they're like, hey, I just don't see this going anywhere, then we're like, oh, okay, cool. You know, we'll still be sad. Let me move on. But let me move on. But we're going to stick there and they're going to give us those little freaking pebbles and we're just going to continue going along because they're giving us attention Yep. rather than them just being respectful and saying, hey, don't see a future and we can move on. I did that to Russian boy. Because it's wasting our time. I did that to Russian boy. Okay. After our our third date. Well, I... Wait, we have to explain who Russian boy is. Okay. Russian boy is a whirlwind. A weird... This is a weird Russian boy date I knew story. my freshman year. Okay. He was in my history class and he just like sat next to me for a period of time and then afterwards because they would switch you around all the time. He was just always within my vicinity and so I'd talked to him on occasion. But back then he didn't speak English super well. And then from then on I had at least one class with him every year. Sophomore year it was chemistry, but I hated all the kids in my chem class, so I was mute. Um and he also is fairly quiet. Junior year He's in, um, I think he's in two of my classes, but I forgot the other one. But the first one was AP Chem. And he was in AP Chem with me. Oh, it was history. Mm-hmm. He was in AP Chemistry and, and history with me. And we literally never talked. Okay. Never ever talked. I mean, on occasion in history class, but 
people in my history class, my teacher was psychotic, so nobody really talked. Mm -hmm. And if anybody talked, it was to complain about her. So on occasion, Mm -hmm. I would throw some shade towards her and be like, fucking bitch. (laughs) This is the same teacher that would give us bathroom passes. And we had one per nine weeks. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh. I had a teacher do that too. And I'm like, listen, I have a small bladder. I drink a lot. And period. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Periods for sure. When she was second period, it was right around coffee time. Mm. Coffee, you know, post, I can post-coffee n- never do traumatic coffee disorder. Disorder. Do you not have that thing with, like, coffee where, like, instantly it's, oh, like, no. liquid laxative and you have it to go potty? It takes about an hour and a half. And in that hour and a half, I would go from my first class to my second class period to, boom, that's I never pottied during school. What? Have you pottied during school? I... <gasps> you have? Yeah. I've never potty during school. I have this weird thing where I only can potty at my house. That's weird. Oh, yeah. I first... So, Chris, I oh I took an Adderall, and I'm pretty sure I had coffee that day, and it was the first time ever that I've ed- ever pottied somewhere, and I told Chris, I was like, you need to get away from your room. Like, I need to shut both doors. <laughs> I'm going potty. I'm going to spray it. Like, nobody goes in there. But you'll take videos of you peeing to send to boys. You know what, Sophie? <laughs> I was drunk in my defense. Okay. Um, I don't know what's Just wrong with me. Just an observation I've made. Yeah, d- I'm a weird person. So, but yeah, so I have a very weird thing with potties. I can do it at Bucky's because okay. they have the you know the <clears throat> full doors. You feel secure. It's not even like a smell thing. It's just that I feel gross and I don't want anybody to smell me. You know, obviously it smells like roses. Yeah, obviously. Oh, obviously. Absolutely. Um. But it's just, I, I have IBS. I, 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 I have IBS, but I don't get to pick and choose whatever. <laughs> hey, I'll fucking shit on myself before I fucking go in a you know fucking bathroom. I almost failed an exam one time because I had to skip the last five oh. questions because I, I had to go to the bathroom. No, I was taking my final. It was, it, for- I was sweating. <laughs> you start sweating i was taking my final just a week ago and i had taken an adderall and thankfully it was an online final i I was taking it and i had to run to the bathroom as i'm taking a final (laughs) shit because i'm like oh my god i'm literally sweating and then it's like you get all sweaty and you have to get the fucking towel and put it on your stomach and you're like strip naked oh yeah get the wipies out because this Uh, shit hurts (laughs) But anyways, Russian boy. <laughs> but anyways, so um, so I never, ever, ever talked to him, really. And then he, one day he just, like, turns around next to me. He sat next to me and he just turns to me and he goes, um, hey, do you want to go ice skating? And I was like, okay. Was it, like, during ice skating time? They're, they have, like, free skate. Oh, okay. He was like, do you like to go ice skating? I was like, yeah. And he's like, do you want to go? And I was like, okay. And so he asked for my snap, and I gave him my snap. And it was a fun day. We started off um, ice skating, and conversation was normal. Okay. You know, just like normal, basic woodland kid stuff. And then we get to his car and we go to this park we went to lakeside park do you know what that is um it's right by my house like by buckaloo okay it's the one with the um alligator yeah slide so there's like a park back there he takes me to lakeside park and there's this really gross pond and we we were just walking around there's nothing to do in the woodlands but then he then he starts talking about a lot of different things like um i started asking about how he was russian and like Mm -hmm. like tell me about Russia, like, because I, <laughs> you've lived there before, what's it like? Okay. And he tells me about Russia, 
And then he starts telling me all these stories of all these things that he's done um, when he goes back to Russia every summer. And one of the things he told me was how he lost his virginity to a stripper that his <gasps> uncle ordered. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And oh. then, and I, at this, at this point, I had been drunk before. Okay. But not that many times. I think I'd been drunk like three times if I had to sleep over at a friend's house and naughty, that was it. Naughty, naughty. Never smoked anything in my life. What is smoking? No clue. No idea. Mm-hmm. Um, like, never really ever talked to boys. This is the second boy I went on a date with. The first one I went on one date with, we got ice cream. It was an hour long. That was it. And then I said, oh, I don't like this. And okay. blocked him the next day. This is literally the second date I'd ever been on. Did and it scare he's you? telling me all this shit and it terrified me. Oh my gosh. But at the same time, I was kind of intrigued. Mm. And then we already, before he tells me all these wild things, made plans to go to a movie for like mm. the three days. Oh, the lights turned on. The lights did turn on. That, that scared weird. me. Okay. That, this, it's sketch hours. <laughs> I thought it was a cop. Like, what are y'all doing yeah. in the car? <laughs> We're having sex. No. <laughs> oh, I've had sex in this parking lot too. <laughs> oh my God. No, but. Um, we already made plans, so I was like, oh, okay. And I also was, I think I was 15. I was kind of over not even having my first kiss. And so I just decided, I kind of, I don't know how I came about it, but I kind of insinuated that I wanted to kiss in some way. And so we get to the movie theater. This is on our second date. And it was, a I don't even remember what movie it was. I could care less. But I remember him kissing me and instantly being like, Oh, oh, no. Gotta go. Nope. Yeah. I questioned my sexuality for a while. Oh my god. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it took me a while to realize that I just really did not like him. And I think it could have been many things. I think there are many factors into that. He he was terrifying. He <laughs> truly, he I was truly scared of him. Oh yeah, at one point before the movie date, Brings me back home okay. to his house. He's like, I have to pick something up. And he, like, invites me inside. Mm. So, yeah, good way to... Yeah, so I was terrified. Again, 15 years old, tiny. He, like, invites me inside. And um, he goes upstairs to grab something. Not Neither one of his parents were there. Like, they were out of town, apparently. Sketchy. And he comes back downstairs and hands me a cigarette. Oh. And he's like, here, if you want to try it. I was like, oh, no, I'm okay. What the hell? <laughs> That kind of segues into my, I feel like you've listened to this podcast, um, with my Mormon story. Yes. So like yep. this guy comes up to me, we're having ice cream. I already told him it's not a date. Cause I was just yeah. getting out of a four year or that was a two year break be- between the four year yeah. relationship, but it was my first like not date, but date. Um, cause me and Trevor or you know what, who cares if I say his name, um, me and him, we had dated two years and he was my first date date. That was the first date I've ever been on. And so this technically was my second date, but not really. Cause I told him it wasn't a date, but he thought it was, but we were getting ice cream. Then all of a sudden eating ice cream, having normal conversations. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, I've killed people, um, in the war and I've had a threesome and we're Mormons. We are not allowed yeah. to kill people no. nor have sex. No. Um, so I'm sitting there like, okay, I need to go home. So I make him take me home. I run upstairs. I lock every freaking bolt I have on the door. I, um, he tried to invite himself in, but I was like, no, my roommates don't like people. Um, oh, got to turn the car back on. And, uh, it like turns off like periodically. I don't know. It's a weird truck, but yeah. So 
then he texts me and he's like, hey, like, I'm ready to get married. Like, I can see a future with you. Let's move what to Utah together. And I'm like, dude, like, we had ice cream and I told you it wasn't a date. And um, yeah, let's not. And I ended up telling the bishop on him, which is like the head in the church. Uh huh. He took the guy's side rather than mine. And that's what? what I knew. I was like, hell no, I'm not going to be in this church when literally I told this dude, like, it was just what? crazy. But yeah, like weird people. Weird. I know. But people are weird. I was very scared. I locked all my doors because I'm like, dude, I went on ice cream date with you. You said you killed people. Yes, ice cream dates suck. It was by the in way. a Filipino war, but I don't care. That's scary to just tell me right after you why say you have you, a threesome. Why, why, why even you, talk about that on a first that's, date? That was my my thought. Like, um, so at one point when you're sitting there, yeah, eating cookie dough ice cream, obviously, and you're spooning it into your mouth mm-hmm. as you as the words come out of your mouth. So I've killed people in yeah. war. Mm-hmm. But it was a what type? Filipino. But it was a Filipino war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was in war. And then I've had, had a killed threesome. people. Yeah. Oh, and also I've had a threesome with uh, like chocolate in his mouth. Oh, exactly. What part did he think that was okay, especially on the first date? Maybe third, fourth, fifth, uh, marriage? Uh, marriage? Maybe not saying it at all. Maybe let it come up naturally. Just, yeah, if I ask you, have you had a threesome? Which is not, well, actually, yeah. you know, I'm pretty blunt. I always, the boys get so annoyed. Every time I meet somebody new, I'm like, hey, what's your body count? And I think it's funny. Like, I want to know how many people you fucked. Like, but yeah, so those are weird date stories. Definitely. Um, yeah, those are some weird, but go on with your secret to life because you said that had to do with the Russian. What? The secret to life. The, oh no, that had to do with, um, myself. This is, okay. a, that was a personal journey. So what's your secret to so life? So I've learned the secret to life. This has nothing to do with what we talked about. Is there anything okay. actually that's a little bit more on topic? Um. Then we could segue into that later on. We could talk about, I mean... Sorry, guys. We are not organized. <laughs> we it's okay. Kind of just, just this. Okay, is a dating app experience. Okay, actually. let's talk, talk about, about that. that. Let's talk about that. Okay. So I'm going to state that I do not do dating apps. I, mm-hmm. I'm not good at them. Yep. Um, I don't like them, and I don't want to ever find find a boyfriend from a dating app. Okay. Personally, I think that I just am not. You can't. I don't think I can get myself across. On, on the phone, I think you really have to meet me in person yeah. to figure out if I'm compatible or not. And I'm okay. also not good at reading text messages, so I'd rather meet someone first in person mm-hmm. than get to talking to them online a little bit more once I kind of get a feel for them. Gotcha. But I am currently on Tinder and Bumble, mm-hmm. and purely for the reason, because I am home and I'm wondering... <laughs> How many assholes from my high school can I catch? <laughs> and let me tell you, started off strong this morning. This was a major ego boost. So there's this kid named, let me find his you name, can't Zach. Name. Oh, okay. Hopefully oh, he doesn't sue us. It's okay. Zach will not sue us. Okay. Zach does not know. Zach remembers me. Okay. There's this boy named Zach, mind you. He was it's on my. Zach. Oh, yeah. He was on my swim team. I've only ever been bullied twice in my life. He was one of them. He was on my swim team when I was a kid, and we did not get along for for some reason. And he was the type of person when, if you were swimming in the lane, and if you're swimming and the person behind you swims close enough that they touch your toes, um, that means they're going faster than you, okay. so then they have to get in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. And being the, at the front of your lane was like a big deal. Yeah. We're little kids. Everything's a competition. Mm-hmm. I never really made things a competition. For me, swim team was 
you know, it was a stress relieving. So I didn't really give a shit. But this man loved to swim super fast just so he could touch my toes and then get to get in front of me. And the second he was in front of me was going way slower. This did not go over well with me. And we would be fighting all the time. And it was more so me trying to be like, can you just stop, you know? And then he would call me names, tell me I was slow and stuff. What kind of names? Talk bad about me. He would call me, I don't honestly remember. Oh. But it, it was like, I would be sobbing after every <gasps> practice. Uh-huh. Like, bad. My parents finally had a conversation with his parents, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then it never happened again. Okay. And then also, I think he, my coach forced him to switch lanes, so I no longer had to deal with him ever. Then, um, we go to high school and he's still on the swim team for high school and he's not a well-liked guy. (laughs) And this morning I went onto Tinder and I see this man and I do have Tinder gold. Um, two of my friends forced me to buy it and Venmoed me the money for it. It's kind of nice though. It is kind of nice. People judge you for it, but I kind of like seeing how many likes I have. Yeah. Like it gives me an ego boost that I have 6,000 likes. I'm like, that's a whole fucking high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was able to go on and see who'd swiped right on me, and there he pops up oh, yeah. in all of his glory, and I, la- it, it was a great feeling. Oh, yeah. It's For truly sure. a, such an ego boost. For sure. I'm loving it. <laughs> no, I definitely, as I said before, like, I wasn't the pick-me girl in high school, and so on my likes... I look sometimes and there's people from my high school and I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, you didn't pick me in high school, but now that I'm pretty and mm-hmm. cute, you want me now? Weird. Mm, and now that you're slut. ugly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now that you lost your pee, uh-huh. you want me now? Psych. But it's yeah. Funny. So I have a little different relationship with dating apps. I, so I found my last boyfriend mm-hmm. um, on a dating app, but I'm kind of, I don't go and just swipe and swipe and swipe. I tend to go on there, you know, every once in a while. Um, I don't talk to multiple guys on there. I just see one and I'm like, wow, that's interesting. And then just start talking to one guy. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, but I tend to only have like two to three like messages. And then I'm like, okay, if he doesn't ask me for my Snapchat or number, if I don't Mm -hmm. then move on. And then I move on to Snapchat, and I kind of am, I guess I'm old-fashioned like this. I yeah. really enjoy people um, when they ask me for my number instead of my Snapchat. I would prefer, I don't check Snap as much. Well, yeah, I just feel like it's a little bit much more mature. It's more mature, and you can, like, go back and watch, see all your old messages, yeah. and then overanalyze them I, when you're drunk. Also, which is one of my favorite hobbies. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, also segueing somewhere else, me and Sophie, we would say we're mature for our age when uh, it comes yeah. to relationships. Yeah. Um, I, I'm... I'm old-fashioned. I learned... I am old-fashioned. So, I've you, tried... I've tried a more modern relationship with Samuel, and I just... Okay. You're really just giving names out. Am right I now. not supposed to give names? I mean... They could eventually find this if we get famous, but like, oh, well, just don't remember that, Samuel, if you don't. are listening. <laughs> I tried it out, but I don't quite think it's for me. Yeah. Um, it there's, mm, 
I have high anxiety. I don't like no not knowing where I'm at with someone. Oh, the same and thing's going on with me right now. So that's something that I like to know. Well, yeah, just tell me if you like me. Mm-hmm. And that probably brought my last relationship from a seven and a half to an eight and a half because yeah. I can truly, I can truly appreciate that I always knew if he was angry or upset and I always knew from the day we first started dating that we were going to continue to date and I knew it was just us talking to each other there's no one else involved nothing like that well even with the person that I I assume that we're talking you know we like have like ups and downs of like okay I feel like he really likes me but then like we don't talk for a little bit and my anxiety starts kicking in and I'm like okay well since this modern way of dating is happening, is he ghosting me? Yep. Is he wasting my time? And so then I have to question it, which I'm very bad about questioning people. I've questioned all of my exes. I've questioned even friends in my past. And like, you know, the other day I questioned him and I was like, hey, are you good? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like he's like, uh, yeah, what? Like, why are you even asking? And it's just, like, my anxiety. And I feel bad because I feel like it does push well, people back. With the problem, the thing is, he probably really just was busy. But because mm-hmm. ghosting is such, it's something that you really have to just look out for. Yeah. We've all got our guards up. It, that Overall, ghosting, like, don't ghost people. Just tell them if you don't like them. Man the fuck up. Grow a yeah, pair of balls. Yeah, exactly. Tell me you don't fucking want me and let me go so I can I can be heartbroken Especially for a second. I'm out of your league. And yes! you know it. <laughs> yes! If I'm out of your league and you know it, yes. man up. Yes, let me be heartbroken for a second and then let me exactly. find somebody else because life is short. I'm ready to find my yeah. potential partner. So don't fucking waste my time if you don't see this going anywhere. Don't be fucking nice and try to lead me on even though you don't want me because you are too scared to tell me. Uh-huh. Just fucking tell me, you asshole. Like, <laughs> um, it's just very frustrating because, you know, we both have anxiety. It's like, what are you... Like, it's very confusing. I'm very confuzzled, flabbergasted. Yeah. Are these words? I don't know. I know confuzzled. Mm, I actually, it, flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. Yeah. Confuzzled. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, so this don't be confusing. Yeah, this could actually be a good segue into my secret to life. Okay. Here, here is my secret to life, okay? And the oh, day yeah. you're Taking able to purse off, it's getting oh, serious. Yeah. No, I need to be arms crossed. Mm-hmm. Okay, eyes closed. You have to get a little bit closer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I should get yeah. closer. Just a little. This is it's taken me a long time to learn this. And the day that you can repeat it to someone is the day you know you've got you've got it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're all the way there yet. You're constantly not... You're never going to be there. But you've got it. So, I struggle with anxiety really bad. Amen. To the point where it completely consumed me for, like, the last four years. Mm-hmm. And it manifested itself in... It, mani- it manifested in me as me constantly thinking I was sick. Mm-hmm. I always just thought something was off. I was going to the doctors all the time. I would diagnose myself with all this stuff. And it didn't help that I had thyroid disease, which made oh. me constantly freak out. I mean, like, That's nobody so our age gets thyroid disease. swell up? Yeah. yeah. And, like, I would get hives on my neck and stuff. You can uh, massage your neck and it helps. Oh, really? Yeah, well, there's look, a, you have to it's cough, It's gone though. down now. See? Oh, yeah. It's gone down, but it used to be, like, triple this size. Mm. And then they found nodules in my thyroid, so I was going to MD Anderson. Just a lot of traumatic experiences. And yeah. so that led to my 
anxiety just being so bad. Then I went through a period of time where I lost all of my friends. Uh. And so I was super alone, super depressed, and finally started talking to my my therapist about it. And she catches on and decides to put me on medicine. Okay. So I went on medicine for about three months. First three months were really good. Last few months were not so good. I became numb. And I already felt alone and alone in the world. Yeah. And I got to the point where I felt like I didn't even have myself. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I didn't even recognize, my, recognize myself anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that was right around when I... I don't recommend doing this. Don't do this. Mm-hmm. But I just stopped taking it. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to wean off it. I just stopped. Oh, yeah. It's hard to... You, I always cut yeah. cold turkey. Yeah. Don't do it, though. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I did. Felt a lot better. Then I met my ex... And, you know, started a relationship. And then I finally had someone who's kept me stable. But basically, especially whenever we went long distance, I kind of had to figure out a way, because he wasn't there anymore, I had to figure out a way to be able to still deal with my anxiety. And so what I, I kind of just took it head on. I realized that I can't be on medicine. Mm-hmm. So I can't get rid of my anxiety. I have to live with it every day. You have to learn how to manage it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I also, it was suffocating. So I had to figure out a way to manage it. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I did was I accepted it, and I also realized that it was a huge part of myself. Yep. And it's something that made me a really good friend, because friends can come to me and tell me a problem, and I'm able, able to just let myself go, mm-hmm. and look at the entire picture, overthink everything, and come out with at least semi-good advice. Yep. Or if they didn't want advice, I could at least overthink in my head, and then I wasn't overthinking things about myself. Yeah. So it's something that's made me a really good friend, and I'm very proud of it. And so that's... I feel like it also matures you, though. Definitely. So once I, I, I... The secret to life is... You have to, one, accept that whatever you're struggling with is always going to be there. And you can try to, you know, medicine helps. I know it helps a lot of people. Not mm-hmm. everyone. Didn't help me. And even if it doesn't help you, doesn't mean you're helpless. Yeah. Doesn't mean there's no hope. The second thing you need to do is figure out what makes it what about it makes you, you? Mm-hmm. And in what way, what kind of outlet can you... This is hard to put into words. Yeah. It's like, I kind of bottle my anxiety up now, but I've found outlets for it where I can just completely let it go. Like piano? Like piano. Yeah. And sure. talking with my friends. Like mm-hmm. calling up someone and just like letting it all out on them. Yeah. Piano, exercise... But until then, I'm able to keep it bottled up, and now I've got all these, just like, what would you say? Like, what word? Outlets? Yeah. Now I've got all these outlets, and so I can use them whenever I need and completely let myself go there. That's good, though. Mm-hmm. So that's basically, you just, you have, but you have to really sit down and think about it. Yeah. And you have to love that part of yourself. We really do have very similar backgrounds. Yeah. Me and Sophie are, I would say we're more newer friends, mm-hmm. but I feel like I do know you quite a bit. But I agree. 
we're learning more and more even through this podcast, but I have struggled with anxiety a lot. Mm -hmm. In my four-year relationship, um, I was constantly having manic episodes. Um, I would not say I'm bipolar because I've got tested and stuff, but I found out um, about a year ago that I had ADHD. Mm -hmm. And then I started to go to therapy for it. I started taking medicine, and then me and my ex broke up. And it was crazy. He was the root to pretty much all of it. And yes, I still have anxiety and stuff. But um, after that, I started to go to therapy pretty much weekly. And I then got into another toxic relationship. And that, you know, took me on a downfall. But I have really, like, the past couple of months have really figured out exactly the, um, the sources that really trigger my anxiety. Yep. And I know how to um, stop myself before I get angry and have a manic episode, which my manic episodes, this is getting really deep, but my (laughs) manic episodes, I basically, how I explain it, it's when Peter Parker gets bit by the spider and like all that things. I've never seen (laughs) Spider-Man. Okay. I actually did this in my Mormon thing. My, it's a big story, but anyways, Peter Parker, all of his veins are turning like red and blue. Yeah. Basically that happens to me and I turn into a demon. Like I start screaming, yelling, throwing things, hitting things, anything in my area. Like it's not me. Yeah. It's not me at all. And so, um, I haven't had a manic episode in a while. Um, just because I know, I know like for instance with my parents, if I'm about to go into a manic episode, you kind of feel it. You're like, it's Mm -hmm. like when you're about to cry and you feel like that, like the, uh, you know, Yep. And so I tell chest pressure and it doesn't usually happen around my, um, friends because I tend to not let myself get emotionally attached Mm -hmm. to people like that. But with my family, you know, with your family, you always are going to be yourself. And so I can tell my mom, like, back up. Like I'm about to go into a manic episode. I need you to just walk away. I get we're fighting, but just press pause. I need you to back off. Being so able to it pause a fight. Exactly. That's a healthy habit. Exactly. That's a healthy thing. Because you don't, because usually once you get into a fighting mode, you just say things that you don't really mean. Mm-hmm. And it just gets, it kind of like you're fighting about one thing and then it comes around to all these different things that you sh- probably shouldn't be fighting about, but yeah. it's just because you're mad. Yep. And, and you, you yeah. want more and more ammunition, yes. more things on your side to, to say that you're correct. Because we're competitive people yeah. and we want to win. Yeah. But, I mean, we always win anyways. We're women. <laughs> so, there shouldn't... Okay. <laughs> that was funny, though. I digress. But, but, yeah. So, I've had a weird situation. But, yeah, I feel like just learning your triggers, learning how to basically handle yourself in situations and handle your anxiety in a different way rather than just letting it completely take over you, mm-hmm. which is very hard to do. It takes time. It's so hard, but, but yeah. you have to be actively mm-hmm. thinking about it in your head as you're doing it. Yeah. And it takes a long time to first remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, you're in the heat of things. I'm not thinking about how I'm oh, trying no. to be a better person when I'm, I'm angry about, at I want to hit the heck yeah. out of you. <laughs> I'm thinking about how I want to kick you in the balls yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm not thinking about, mm, For be sure. the better person. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then when you have two hotheads like that, oh. me and my dad, we go at it. And <laughs> my mom has to just separate us. And it gets really bad sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, I just feel like you just really have to remember who you are and remember you're not that person. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, just talking about it really does help. Yeah. You know, having people around you, I think over For the... For a long time, didn't have anybody to talk about it with. I was alone in the horrible. world. That's horrible. Yeah. It's... Shout out to Miss Danielle. I love you. That's <laughs> my therapist. Oh, you go to therapy too? Yeah. I don't... I, right, I don't need more, but when I, don't I need even, it, yeah. I pick it up. Yeah, I went to therapy from May of last year all the way to about a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. A month and a half ago, I would say, was the hardest um, part of my life for me individually because I had just got out of a toxic relationship and I was choosing alcohol to cope with my emotions. Mm -hmm. I was uh, choosing pain medicine. I was basically trying not to be me Mm -hmm. because I have this issue where I'm, you know, if any person that's ever been toxic, toxic in my life or mean to me, yeah, if they came to me right now, even right now, I'd say, and they need help. I'd mm-hmm. be like, okay, yeah, I'll help yep, you. Same thing. I feel like I'm almost like, this sounds so stupid, but I feel like I'm too nice. I'm too good of a person sometimes. I've literally, yeah, no, you know, I, I was mentioning the bitch. If you know me and you've heard the bitch story, I'm not going to repeat it again. Basically, I had this friend who was childhood friends and she was really, really shitty to me the last two years before our friendship ended. Yeah. I finally walked away and it was like, this was before the beginning of senior year and then towards the end of senior year I saw that she had a flat tire on the way back home from school and guess who still stopped yeah she was absolutely awful to me yeah and I still stopped and I called AAA for her and I waited till her mom got there because we're nice people and anybody in my life even now like I will still be there for you I always want to be available to somebody yeah which sucks. It's, you know... Because we're filling the holes in our hearts where nobody's ever available for us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I feel like constantly I'm there for so many people, and I only have a few people that are actually there for me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, um... You got Logan and Chris. Exactly. They're great to it, you. That, They're really good yes. to you. I know. That's... I always tell them that. I'm like, I don't know where I would be if I did not have y'all, because I know... I'm always going to be there for them, and they're always going to be there for me. It's special. Hey, and you are always there for me, too, now. Like, I love you. Absolutely. Yes. So, but yeah, so it's just, it kind of sucks to be a nice person, Mm -hmm. but I guess we're going to heaven. No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, y'all. We booked a one-way ride. Some of y'all will not make it, but. Everybody's going to hell. Just kidding. We're Mormons. We don't know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) We don't believe in hell. No, no. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not Mormons. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I was baptized Mormon, so if that is a real Mormon oh. thing, I am going to heaven. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I am confirmed, so I've yeah. got many mm-hmm. of those sacraments done. For, for sure. And I intend on finishing them, so, yeah. you know, I'm going to heaven. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. But yeah, so that kind of got deep, though. We kind of got that deep got right there. That got deep, and I threw out a little bit too many names. <laughs> it's Oops. okay. It's not like, you know... It's fine. They'll get famous because of us. You know, so. I think me two years ago would have cared. Mm-hmm. I have since then become a completely different person in oh, the last I'm few months. Oh, I'm so different. Mm, so different. Too. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to the point where it's affecting my career. Oh, yeah. I, I thought I was incapable of being social and I mm-hmm. have since discovered that I am actually severely You're outgoing. Very outgoing. I'm very severely social. outgoing. Oh yeah. I think so... I would say I'm a little too outgoing sometimes. <laughs> um some people think mm-hmm. I'm drunk when I'm literally just loud and <laughs> crazy. Actually I've been asked yes, that before. Me too. They're like Yeah. I was walking to uh 
uh, the chicken. And I was being loud and obnoxious because that's me. Yeah. And uh, this guy stops me and he's like, hey, you're stumbling and you're being loud. You're drunk. And I'm like, first of all, my feet hurt. (laughs) And no, I'm just being me. And he's like, well, you can't come in. I'm like, what the hell? Like, fuck you, Yeah, do you want to make out with me? Taste my fucking tongue, asshole? (laughs) Oh, we need to have another conversation about Uh what happened that night. The night that I... I got roofied. Oh, that night. That night. Are you sure you got roofied? Wait. Oh, I'm 100% positive I got roofied. Okay, because Maddie thinks she also did. Yeah. And I think she might have. I mean... I don't think y'all drank as much. I I don't I don't remember drinking the margaritas. I don't remember drinking any margaritas. I remember drinking water. But basically, we, we went out one night. Let's just let's add it in this first. What is this, 40 minutes? 40 minutes. 50? It's a, <laughs> 50. But hey, guys. Hey, wait. F- the more we talk, the less they'll listen. Keep going. We're, we're fun people. Anyways, so we go out. It's the three of us. It's me, Sophie, and our friend Madison. And we were going to a frat party. Mm-hmm. And then somehow we ended up at this place called Chimmy's with two guys, I guess, Madison yeah. went to school with. And I'm the type of person, I'm very modest. Like, mm-hmm. I... I do not kiss people. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, I, I will, I would also like to mention that it was a frat party. Mm-hmm. There was a pregame, then a bar tab. So we got rides to the bar tab. We yeah. were there a total of 10 minutes mm-hmm. and in which, um, both Madison and you ordered yeah. something called an adios motherfucker. And, and they I really saw, adios motherfucker. I saw them ordering that. And then I put my drink down and ordered a water and yeah. I stopped. Cause I, mm-hmm. from then on, I understood going to be taking care of them. Well, also I have an alcoholic tendency where I don't sip my drink. I slurp that down within three seconds. <laughs> I think I do too. No, you sip. You were like, how oh, wait, are no, you I drinking sip. that so fast? And I'm like, I sip. Yeah. Sometimes you... It's because I grew up on wine. Yeah. If I grew mm-hmm. up on beer, I probably wouldn't. It, you know, I never have been a beer person, but I'm a beer person now. It's kind of weird. <laughs> um, not really good for my stomach. I like liquor. Oh, I love liquor, baby. Anyways, but yeah, so we get these audios motherfuckers, and I can drink a lot, and I won't... I will get drunk, but I have never been blackout. I've never... I've drank way more many other nights mm-hmm. than this night of the same liquor, and I have never been this down bad. But I have videos on my Snapchat of me making out with random dudes. Uh-huh. Uh, who was I that and night? And remember Cole? Who's Cole? Cole was the one in the video. You were like, I think we were outside the bar tab. Oh, I uh, okay. I do have a video of me s- introducing these guys. And then I do remember one of the guys that was standing outside in front of the bar tab I kept on calling him the um, bouncer. Yeah. He kept on telling me I'm not the bouncer. And I'm like, no, you're the bouncer. Like, you're standing outside. I took a picture with him and literally said, here's the bouncer. <laughs> and this guy is like, bitch, I'm not the fucking bouncer. And I'm like, yeah, you are, dude. Was he cute? Yeah, he was so cute. Oh, my God. Let me see. Wait, I'll show you after this. Okay. But Yeah, so he was really cute. But I, it was all, we should not have probably went out that night. No, since it was National Rape Day or whatever. We also pre-game the pre-game. And then yeah. bar t- the plan was pre-game. The pregame, pregame, then bar tap, then chimmies. Yeah. Okay. I did not even know chimmies was a part of it. <laughs> oh, um, oh, I, I did. Okay. Well, chimmies was very interesting. I do. I we will never look at that fence video. to we, get there. I jumped over a fence. <laughs> How so, the fuck did know, I get Chimmy's my body up like there? That oh porch. yeah. We jumped. Over <laughs> Shoot! I turned and I think into. We did it with ease. 
Oh my gosh. I need I, to get drunk often. I, I remember it. We all kind of did. just fucking jumped over we that did, bitch. We did it with ease. Wow. I we were we were racing to catch up with Maddie. Maddie was like running away from us. Okay. Trying to get to Timmy's and we were like running with her and we just mm-hmm. get over this yeah. with, with ease. So p- fast forward that part. I remember <clears> walking <throat> out of Chimmy's and Madison's on the ground. You're trying to help Madison. I'm laughing because obviously I laugh in any situation. At a funeral, <laughs> I'm the one laughing because I laugh when I get nervous. Yeah. For the for the audience, Maddie was sitting down throwing up. Yes, yes. She was on the ground throwing up. And I remember calling Chris because I had gave him my location and I told him to get me when I was ready. And by the way, we stay out until 2.30 always. This night, it was 10 o'clock and we called the oh, boys. 10 it, o'clock. Was 10 it was 10 o'clock. It was 10 o'clock. We were blacked out at 10 o'clock. And so I apparently, oh, yeah, this is... I think y'all were roofied. Yeah, this was not from my memory, but this is from Chris's memory. He'll probably explain it better when he comes on the podcast. But he apparently told me, I called him and I was saying, I'm hugging a tree, I'm hugging a tree. And he's like, I'm not even there yet. I can't see you. And I'm like, listen here, bitch. I'm hugging a tree. I start cussing out Logan. And Logan's not even, like, talking to me. I'm like, Logan's being fucking judgmental. Get the camera. <laughs> I was hugging a tree, apparently. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, uh, no, I still had, like, bark on my shirt. <laughs> It, it was. Oh my god! It was my death leopard shirt. I think. Oh yeah, the one that I have. Yeah, something like that. But it was death leopard. Yeah. Yeah. So I was hugging the tree. They pull up and they're like, "Oh fuck, she really is holding a tree." <laughs> and Madison's like fucking dying on the side well, of the road. At one point, I tried to get her up and she yeah. fell into a puddle. Oh, that's why she had throw up on her back. Okay. On her back. She had throw up on her back. The boy said. How? No fucking clue whatsoever. And so then, so I guess when they pulled up, the guys that roofied us were trying to get in the car with us. What? Yeah. And Logan got out of the car and said, hey, fuck off, like go away. And they're like, well, we're just trying to help them. And he's like, no, we got it. Leave. And so Logan walked home from there. And I guess we, me, Nick, Chris, and then you and Madison, we all were taking y'all home and Madison was throwing out the yeah, window. Yeah, I but, sat in the middle and I was pushing both of them up against the window, yeah, but keeping it, them throwing up outside. But me being shy and not wanting to know anybody <laughs> seeing me throwing up, I'm obviously throwing up between my legs. Yeah. And if anybody knows me on a personal level... I do not like throwing up alone. I like somebody being there with me because yeah. I get scared. So I can't even... I, I haven't thrown up since I was a kid. I'm so scared of it. Yes. Oh, I'm very scared. Um, so Nick, uh, he's one of our guy friends. He's sitting in the passenger seat right in front of me. Apparently, I'm holding him with my throw up hands on his mouth. He's getting <laughs> throw up all over his shirt. I'm hugging him as I'm like literally dying in the back seat. <laughs> And then once... I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh at Oh, this. it's funny. It's fucking funny. Okay. It wasn't funny at the time. No. No, it was horrible. But um, when Nick apparently took you and Madison, and apparently during that time, I was crying, and I was crying about my ex, which <laughs> thought I was over him, but apparently when I got roofied, I 
that oh, was the no no that trigger. It was the drug talking. Oh, it was the drug talking. I was telling Chris to hold my hand. I gave Chris a kiss on the cheek, and I had Aiden. I had had rotisserie chicken that day for dinner. He had like chicken chunks on his cheek after I kissed him. Oh no! And oh no! And then okay. If any other people know me, I'm a photographer. I take uh-huh. pictures. I document everything. Yeah. So this whole thing, I have pictures of me throw up everywhere on my shirt, documented, be taking pictures with people. Um, I have a picture of her rolling, Madison rolling on the ground in her throw up. Oh yeah, I'll show you after. What? Yes. Oh my God. I'm documenting because something in my brain tells me to document things and I'm glad I do because it's kind of nice to at least know what happened. Am I going to show these videos to my kids? Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. They're going to see how crazy and fun their mom was and stupid as Mm -hmm. fuck. But yeah, so um, I end up getting home and they had to apparently get me all dressed up in pajamas and I was... Cr- I do remember him saying fuck off to them now. <laughs> yeah. Now I remember that happening. I was crying in bed um, about everything and they... <laughs> Yeah, so basically, they kept on, like, trying to get me to calm down. They were telling me funny words so I'd laugh. They were putting on Doja Cat to make me laugh. (laughs) Okay, Um, respect. Which I don't, I have no clue. Um, But, yeah, so they finally got me to calm down, and I went to bed. Then I would wake up because I would have a bad dream, and I would yell Chris, and he would have to, like, come and, like, hug me and wait till I go to sleep. And it happened, like, two or three times. Finally, I passed out. I have a couple of Snapchat videos of me, um... Which she also sent to me. I think obviously, I like, crying, crying t- to the camera, to nobody. Ho- hopefully, I did not send those to anybody. Yeah. Hopefully, I did not. But, um, you know, if you did, that's just an extra layer of Caitlin <laughs> that you'll find out. <laughs> but, yeah, so it was a crazy night. Mm-hmm. It was... You had to take care of Madison. It, I had to take care of Madison. I, I had to call in reinforcement, too, because I was... The from the I didn't drink as much alcohol, but yeah. I was definitely drunk. Mm-hmm. And then then the tiredness hit me. Oh yeah, the For fatigue sure. hit me, and I was like, oh my god, Jackie, help! <laughs> but yeah, so it was a crazy night. I don't recommend getting roofied. Uh, always make sure you mm-hmm. don't take drinks from random guys. Yeah, they they both drank at the at Chimmy's. I I don't think I drank. I think I had yeah. water. Yeah, you had water. And so just always make sure you're safe at bars because being roofied is for real and it's Mm. terrible. And I've never blacked out like that before or acted that way. That is very like not me at all. Um, I'm more modest than that, I would Mm -hmm. say. And so, yeah, but man, this is, this has been a really fun podcast. Definitely. Um, You're going to have to come on again. We're going to have to talk shit about more people. Okay. (laughs) I like talking shit about people. I'll share my bitch story one time. For sure. But in conclusion, just like we're pretty cool people. Um, Don't waste our time. If you don't like us, tell us. Um, Don't be weird and tell, you know, someone you killed somebody or had a threesome or or lost your virginity because of a stripper, a stripper. your uncle ordered. You know? I don't recommend those things. No. I just, I really don't. And, and if some guy ever tells you that, run. 
Chances are he doesn't kiss well. (laughs) For sure. And you you will end up questioning your sexuality afterwards. Taking that really quick. Yes. Have you ever, like, I'm very straight. Yeah. I like dick. I like boys. Uh Uh-huh. But have you ever looked at a girl and was like, wow, she's hot. Oh, like, yeah. And then you think you're like, oh, God, am I a lesbian? Like, have you ever, like, had... I don't know. I'm just observant. You know what? Okay. She's hot. Okay, good. Because, like, there's been times where I've said, oh, wow, she's hot in front of some of my older friends. And they're like, what? Are you a lesbian? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just appreciating a body. Grow a pair. Oh, yeah. She's hot. Oh, my. You're like, hot. Thank you. You're hot. <laughs> but, yeah, so... She, you're definitely coming on the podcast again. Okay. Um, this has been so fun. We'll document our summer. It's going to suck. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, maybe our next podcast will be at the beach with the boys. (gasps) That would be so fun. That would be so fun. Mm, Let's Um, make it that. Yeah. So. So, it stopped recording, but we just wanted to say bye. Mm -hmm. So, B, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Of course. All right. See y'all later.